But let me tell you this. I am no pervert. This is from today's Daily Mail. Quote, WWE boss Vince McMahon has been accused of sex trafficking in a new lawsuit filed by a former employee who claims the 78-year-old billionaire defecated on her head during a threesome. Come on out, you rapist! Well, that's oh, obviously the that's an Aaron Hoyt! Oh, wait a minute! Jacob to America is presented by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the Central University. A study on why Like we always do about this time. Boom. All right, everybody. Welcome to episode 351 of the Art Jacob Do America podcast. I am your host, in the place to be, Mr. Jacob P. And sitting right across from me is not Art today. It's Tyler. How you guys doing? <laughs> Damn, I didn't even have to do it. Yeah. So anyway, sitting right across from me is not the brown recluse, Mr. Art Trail. As he so lovely and eloquently said, is Mr. Tyler Wiedemann making like his fifth or sixth appearance on the podcast. Probably like four or something like that, but you know, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. We need it. I know I say this for like all of the repeat guests like Vincent and whatnot, but we need to start like making like official like jackets for you guys. Oh, like, wow. Like, you know, like the Saturday the members Night Members only jackets? Yeah, you know, like a little like off orange or off yellow color or whatever, like you're going into like the Hall of Fame or whatnot. I like that. I, I would definitely wear one of those. Oh, shit. Let me see. The live went Anyways, uh, anyways, uh, before we jump into the actual episode, Tyler, do you want to go in and uh, talk about some of our sponsors? Well, I mean, the first time I ever came here, you guys were talking about this caveman coffee, and I was like, hmm, what's that? So Art was uh, kind enough to, you know, um, give me some coffee, and he poured it in my thermos, my San Francisco 49er thermos, and yeah. I started drinking. I'm like, wow, this is really good. I've never had coffee like this before. It's it's definitely, if you've never tried it, uh, what's the website on that? Uh, CavemanCoffeeCode.com. Yeah, you guys really got to try it out. It's really good coffee, and it really it wakes you up. It's not Folgers, to tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not Folgers. Yeah, it's man. really good coffee. Yeah, it'll sit right in your stomach. Um, if you want that extra kick, if you want to be like the ultimate warrior, if you will, if you want to like jump into the ring and start you just banging away, you're like on the ropes and shit, uh, maybe grab yourself a nitro cold brew. Uh, that's usually my go-to. But guys, I don't need you guys paying full price for any of that. I need you guys to head on over to cavemancoffee.com, enter promo code America, and the Caveman Coffee will give you 15% off. 
take a picture of yourself enjoying the coffee. Uh, they also have sweatshirts and sweatpants, you know, make your junk look huge as hell, like you have a big old gigantic uh, 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 cucumber in there just slop, slapping around. Um, but <laughs> enter promo code America, they'll give you 15% off. And speaking of sponsors, guys, I need everyone to head on over to sugarapparel.com where the great and powerful Nicole Smith-Bosch has put together an illustrious array of merchandise for your consumption pleasures. So uh, head on over there, uh, buy everything that you want, love, or desire, and maybe perhaps buy something for somebody that you love, want, or desire. Amazingly enough, Tyler, uh, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. So It really is. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it just Got fucking... Any plans? Not yet. <laughs> Maybe go to Eurekio's or some shit or whatever. Uh, I got my eye uh, on that uh, heart-shaped pizza that Rusty does every year, um, <laughs> all, like, all day. Yeah? Oh, yeah. For yourself or for, for both? For myself. Yeah. You, yeah. You got to love... That's lesson number one in life. You got to love yourself, so... I'm going to love myself that night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get myself a little cup of caveman coffee, yeah. Vaseline, and a heart-shaped hey, pizza, brother. I'm batting a thousand right here, man, so... <laughs> I never strike out there, though. <laughs> And you can see me. Ah, John Cena joke. But no, I'm going to do the heart-shaped pizza. Um, yes, I'll be eating it alone. Unless, you know, I'm just... <clears throat> ladies out there, I'm mm-hmm. just saying. There you, you go. share a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I'll ruin your life. <laughs> Inside joke. Anyways, guys, uh, before you hit checkout, I need everyone to enter promo code ART and Jacob, and Nicole will give you 10% off your entire pizza purchase price i was gonna say 10 percent off your pizza <laughs> <laughs> i mean i got that coupon too i so. mean you could go to rusty's and be like hey uh, uh art and jacob do america said if i enter promo code art and jacob uh i'll get 10 percent off this heart-shaped pizza, i'll videotape that and i will do that and i'll send it to you see what they say nice get some new sponsors yeah, another one you know there you sponsors. go maybe maybe get an extra thing of ranch because rusty's does have some of the most delicious ranch yeah try time. me and ed's ranch me and ed's ranch me and oh ed's? fire yeah okay. homemade ranch they have like a buffalo ranch and i don't even like ranch Buffalo Ranch and what like kind a of white person are you that doesn't like ranch? I'm not. I'm mixed. I'm a. Oh, you're white. You're part of the Whiteino contingent. I forgot. Yeah, white skin. Remember, like yeah. you know. So, yeah. like, um, I know we were building the fence. I just didn't know what side I was going to be on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, North the, Dakota, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, uh, they have um, barbecue ranch and they have buffalo ranch. It's really oh, good. Okay. Homemade. So try it out. Gotta try that then. Anyways, uh, looks like the live is taking a shit on me. But anyways, Tyler, we're not here to talk Speaking about delicious. <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of taking the shits, uh, we might be talking about that, uh, but we're not here to talk about pizza or delicious ranches or uh, building the wall with Canada. Tyler, what are we here to talk about today? We are talking about WWE wrestling, uh, entertainment, sports. Um, it's going to be a very graphic episode, so uh, for mature audiences only, if mm-hmm. you are you know have lo- young ones, they probably shouldn't um, listen to this one. Uh, controversial scandals. Uh, the biggest one right now in the business is uh, CEO, ex CEO Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. got caught uh, sexting the wrong lady, and uh, he's in some hot water. So yeah. we're gonna see how that pans out. Yeah, and um, I'm not gonna lie. Um, when all these allegations, and we'll get into like, we're not gonna get into explicitly all the who, what, when, when, or why. That's what we we're kind of known for. Um, but when I first heard about like the allegations, I guess this 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 is a part of like the first allegations that came out a couple years ago where he had to temporarily retire and then force his way back into the company. Um, but anyways, when I first heard about these allegations, I was like, I'm always like the type of person like innocent until proven guilty. I'm not one of those people that's automatically, you know, like he did it. Damn it. That dirty scoundrel or whatever, because Chris Jericho had similar allegations and it turned out to be bullshit. 
Um, you know, uh, we can go up and down the line. I mean, you, you got to have to me. In all fairness, we live in America. You, you're supposed to have your day in court and whatnot, right? Yeah, Trevor Bauer. You know, remember the pitcher he, for the Dodgers? Amen to he, that. He got he got hook, line, and sinker, but that was a different situation for what we're talking about right now. Oh, hundred percent. I agree with what you're saying. Innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. So I was always like, I always have. I I love this term. I always have skeptical hippo eyes because people lie. People people are flawed, especially when it comes to you know power dynamics. When you know there's money involved and whatnot, right? Yeah. So I was like, mm, I don't know, kind of thing, right? Uh, and then you know. I was without Art Trejo this week, so I said, "Hey, let's do a wrestling episode." So I hit you up, and I said, "Hey, let's let's do like some of the biggest scandals in WWE history. Let's just rip off Dark Side of the Ring again, if you will." And whatnot, yeah. Right. And so I was like, "Hey, let's start with the Vince McMahon stuff, and then work our way down." I was kind of ignorant to the whole Vince McMahon stuff, so like I was telling you before we started recording, you know, I downloaded a podcast that covered the whole court documentation. Four hours of podcast where he's just sitting there reading off everything that that that's been submitted to court or whatnot, right? And I was just my jaw hit the floor. I I, I like to think that I'm jaded like when it comes. I grew up playing Mortal Kombat. You can't you can't you can't you know uh, offend me basically, right? I, I was Kano. I ripped person's heart out and hate it. You know, kind of thing. That was yeah. Like, that was like. Fatality, kind yeah. of. Thing. I grew up in the Attitude Era. What, what, I bra and panties matches. What, what was the worst of it, or whatever, right? But my jaw hit the floor, and I was just like, "Oh my god, why isn't this old pervert in fucking jail?" Like it, those text, like the text messages, and you know what she documented is is fucking disgusting, and it's it's a shame that there that he's still running around in America. So right disgusting or illegal? I mean, we know he stepped down. He got fired. It's a fireable offense. But to be thrown in jail for sending dick pics and talking about gangbang, bukkake, three-way, and all that shit. There's also there's a, rape in there. But he, yes, there. so that's when we jump off to where he crossed that line. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, so he basically incriminated himself by documenting and sending it to this this lady. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, he's he going. He even explicitly said, he goes, I enjoyed raping you. Yeah, straight up. He said that, like, yeah. in a text message, like. And, and, and she even, yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but she said, uh, she said, I'm done with this. I read one of the text messages, and she's like, you uh-huh. can tell in, in the in the the context, she's like, I don't know, like very nervous. She's like, I want to be done with this, yeah. and then he pursued to keep going with it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And it was so bad. She said to him in one text message, mm-hmm. she said to him that I need help. Like she was having panic attacks physically. Um, you know, he was doing things to her, uh, which was atrocious you know and i hate to expose myself here but you know like you know those like vibrators like with the big old like bell tower things on it or whatever i guess he was sticking those up every one of her orifices those things are not supposed to be inserted into they're just supposed to you know rub the the clitoris and um you know other you know sensational places um not that i've ever i mean just i use my electric toothbrush so (laughs) the jurassic park one (laughs) (laughs) that's chewbacca (laughs) Same like, shit, whatever, yeah, right? That's my Wookiee. That's the noise it makes when it's like no, rubbing. Like, grrr, but I, and, and, and what but anyway, she it, it like damaged her inside, uh, both physically and mentally. And she goes, "I need help." Yeah. And she goes, "I've been seeing this doctor, and she said he said that I need to get away from this situation, and I need to. I'm quitting, basically. Yeah. I am leaving this situation." And he's like, "No, you're not. I'm getting you a real doctor." And it was, you know, somebody a under real his doctor. Pe- yeah, a real doctor. Damn it, a vaginologist. Like, yeah. what the fuck, dude? Like, they got to fucking like re- escape that shit. But anyways, like, it was this whole situation, like where like he basically trapped her and owned her yeah. and whatnot, and it, it he was grooming her. 
basically to be like the sex slave. Yep. And the whole thing was is like he saw that she was she in a bad help. situation. Mm-hmm. Both of her, she had just got done taking both, taking care of both of her parents yeah. who had passed away. She had no gainful employment. She was desperate for a job. So she just need one. She's grieving already. So she's yeah. in a weak emotional state. You know, financially she's hurting. Mm-hmm. And Vince McMahon totally went in and like like a predator, like a sexual predator, correct. saw someone that needed help because he has all the power. And if mm-hmm. you watch wrestling, which we do, uh-huh. um, he he has a lot of money and he's he has a, a power trip. So it was just like him wanting to have more power and he just kind of probably got bored one year and just started wanting to explore more and more realms and and it got out of hand, way out of hand. Like, correct. I, I, you're right. He should be in jail. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, you saw like little breadcrumbs of this, like little weird things that were happening. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the whole Stephanie just totally quitting the company. Stephanie was high up in the company. She was like maybe second or third highest in the company. And at one point she was, uh, co-chair with uh, Mr. Khan and she just I, I'm assuming when all of this started to come out she just totally leaves the company you're like how do you just leave your family legacy like that because she has a perverted dad yeah and she, so you got to think this all came out before it was made public yeah. and she was just totally disgusted of course she wanted nothing to do with her father it's kind of what I told you um a few days ago and I didn't you, you didn't know this but like how she did an interview where she pitched the idea of her dad doing a storyline of the whole incest thing. Mm-hmm. That's probably our, you know, our first blues clues right there. Like, Hey, there's something <laughs> wrong. That's why she quit. You yeah. Know? Disgusting, man. Yeah. And it, I mean, and it's, it's one thing if this is like the first time kind of thing, but this is, there's a history of uh, Vince McMahon and his stooges doing this. You know, uh, one of the biggest allegations in, that's coming out right now is, is that his, you know, one of his right hand, head of talent relations, uh, stepdad of Bree and Nikki Bella, John Laurinaitis, had this girl, uh, you know, basically on a sex schedule where he's like, give me her uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturdays. Wow. And I want her for breakfast and I want to make her bleed. Ah. And it's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? And you're married to the Bella Twins' uh, mom and shit. And that situation right there, how you described it, definitely sounds like a sex slave, so like you know, sex toy, and that's just definitely uncalled for. And um, yeah, that we were talking about the allegations that are going on. And you were talking about uh, what about Patterson, mm-hmm. um, it, it, the other stooge on that? Yeah. Um, was he like raping people too? Like, like there's a bunch of rapers. Yeah, the rapists. Hold on, I'm trying to get my computer to fucking work. Yeah, do your thing. But anyways, hold on. Oh, here we go. There we go. Damn it. Oh. All right. So, what do you got Pornhub on your other tablet? <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, are we going to have to do an episode about you? Yeah. <laughs> I watch. I don't partake. How about that? You know? God I, damn it, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> Kiss my ass club. Yeah, I think, and if you look at all the um, storylines that Vince has done in the the past in the earlier night, the later nineties, they were really good. And then I felt like in the early two thousands, they just got kind of unbelievable and just really weird. And the whole kiss my ass club, him Mm -hmm. fighting God, you can kind of see like everything he did was the storyline of him, you know, padding up his ego. I mean, you're supposed to be a CEO of a billion dollar company. And, you know, I think it was a disgrace to the Royal rumble when he made himself win it. Yeah. You know, I'm like, come on, man, really? Are you that big of, like, are you that big? Your head's that big where you have to like win the matches. 
in your company, like let her let let Cody Rhodes finish the story. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, but um, even like uh, I was telling you all over the phone the other day, like he's telling you who he is, and I I borrowed that from like when the whole like Me Too movement was like passing or popping off. A few comedians were like making fun of it, and they're like, "Who do you expect?" Like Louis C.K. I, I don't know if you know that yeah. comedian or whatever, but like somebody was calling him out in a comedic way, saying like. I don't know why you guys are so surprised. He told you in his comedy who he is. Yeah. And it's the same thing with Vince McMahon. Like, remember when he was telling Trish, like, I bark like a dog, yep. bitch. Yeah. Like, it's like he's was really doing this in his real life. It was, you know, and it's it's one of those things that, like, they're doing it right in front of you. And you're like, oh, it's just part of the story. And then maybe it's like, well, if they think it's the story, I can get away with it. Because mm-hmm. they're just going to think that, you know, this is part of the act, the circus act, you mm-hmm. know? Um it's just crazy how we – well, I don't think you and I missed the signs. I think we kind of knew. And then when this stuff came up – I mean, I wasn't surprised when I heard all of this stuff. Um, I kind of saw it coming years ago. Really? But I'm finally glad it's, like, out in the open. I just didn't have proof. And now the proof is in the text messages. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of glad. Yeah. And and to that point, it, it always sucks, like, when you – you have a love for something like wrestling, for example, yeah. right? We love wrestling or whatever. It always sucks like when you're something you love since your childhood gets tainted in that way. But it's important to know like WWE and Vince McMahon are two different things, even though he was a big part of that. He didn't create that. This is something that his his grandfather created, Correct. right? Yeah. And then all the territories or whatever, that has nothing to do with Vince McMahon. He just bought them out kind of yeah. thing. Uh, and now the company is going to continue to go go further with you know tko tko and you know the rock was placed in as a I saw that congratulations uh, Dwayne. yeah there you go but let cody finish the story Dwayne. i uh, love you to death but let cody finish the story i got, I got a hot take on that one too that okay. i think what's going to happen uh, if uh, another time okay how no that's going to pan out yeah but our, i think the story will be finished finally yes the boyhood dream you know dusty's yeah. dream but anyways um um you know it's going to continue triple h is in creative right now and he's done a fantastic job i mean the last year and a half is some of the best you know storytelling you know i i will give him credit yes the story um the never-ending story mm-hmm. with freaking roman reigns like let's do, like what is he doing part i heard the new uh do you play the wrestling video games i wish i did okay but... so they have wwe smackdown 2k like all that i guess you can only be roman reigns once a month <laughs> really yeah because he doesn't um you know he only shows up on like every other pay-per-view so okay. they'll only let you play him once a month yeah um but anyways i say all that because it's really good right now because other people have taken the torch and you know improved the product right yep. but for years from you know i i stopped watching wrestling you know from maybe like 2004 to like maybe 2011 then i picked it back up just because you know i needed something to watch kind of thing so i got reinvested in it and it was like you could tell like the product was just like not good and like the overall like consensus with the fan base is like Vince is like tanking the product. You know, everything that he wants yeah. is overplayed kind of thing. And like we kind of were craving to get Vince McMahon out. And there was this like underlying joke that Vince McMahon's gonna live forever because evil people usually live forever and he's out of my cold dead hand, you're well, gonna get this company away Walt from Disney me. Disney mustache going on, it definitely <laughs> made him look more evil. And yeah, I, I think you're right. We all wanted him out because the attitude era will not work in today's era. It just won't. No. It'll be canceled. So it's a good thing that he got out because it would have tanked this company even worse. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, it, it was time to move on from that. And even that, even though it's just like the stories you heard about how he would treat talent kind of thing too. Like yeah. that mindset too. And and his um 
he had a whole code name for it, like his group of people. Like they were called like the Titan Brothers or something or whatever, right? Which John Laurinaitis and yeah. the Stooges like were all a part of like that old era. Uh, we did. I did a episode with my boy Jordan called, you know, the plane ride from hell. Yeah, where like a lot of like that last era of like those guys, you know, like mm-hmm. were around. And Vince is very much a part of that. Vince, growing up, always wanted to be part of the boys, you know. Yeah, and they were they were like rock stars before rock stars were rock stars. Yeah, you know, Rick pro wrestlers. Flair was the rock star like God. Yeah, it still is. You still, know. Still, Kissing all the ladies and making all the girls cry. Yeah, you know? oldest ride, longest line. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we laugh because, you know, but he is telling you who he is. Yeah. And in that plane ride from hell uh, episode of Dark Side of the Ring and the episode of Our Jacob Do America featuring Jordan uh, Olguin, um, you know, there's that uh, stewardess who's like basically crying because he tried to rape her. You know, Scott Hall tried to rape a stewardess. Fucking, uh, du- uh, not Dusty Rhodes. Um, Oh, baby, you'll come back back of the plane with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Oh, uh, Dustin, uh, Gold Dust. He, you know, he was a man know, or a woman. Uh, he, <laughs> I mean, like that Gold Dust. Well, not in character. If he oh, was in character, okay. he would have tried to go after Scott Hall. But it would have been pretty funny again. <laughs> but, but um, no, he was his ex wife was Terry Reynolds at oh, that time, and he was banging hot. Yeah, he was trying to get back at her in a very explicit way mm. brock lesnar you know was showing her his brock junk beastly drunk cock dunk, lesnar <laughs> cock lesnar and um yeah so it was like basically this whole story of like guys getting drunk and either verbally or physically assaulting women kind of yeah. thing and that's kind of the the mo since the fucking 20s you know and that's the that's where Vince McMahon comes from. And you mentioned, yeah. you know, Pat Patterson. You know, there's allegations from him uh, where, let me try to bring it up here. And you said it right now while you bring that up is they're from the 20s, the 30s. They're older dinosaurs. Correct. And I'm not, you know, back then they might have think thought that was more acceptable, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, women can't vote. They don't, you know, they need to stay in the kitchen, which we are not doing that anymore, which is awesome for women's rights. And, and, and you know, the whole Me Too, I support all that. So... A lot of these old timers that are doing this shit, those are their ways of of then versus now. It's like unacceptable. So I'm I'm glad he was caught. I'm glad that mm-hmm. this woman filed a report. And I encourage any women out there that have been in situations like this that are scared to step up, please step up. Like you know, there there are people that are going to be on. Everyone's on your side, and we want to find these you know mm-hmm. predators. You know? Because, and that's the thing too is like Vince McMahon is like a scary dude, and. On one side, he has to be because he has to keep people yeah. like Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, Hulk Hogan, yeah. uh, the Ultimate Warriors, Stone Cold, all these super alpha men. Right. He has to be even more alpha than them. On one side, that's 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 a gift. Yeah. But on the other side of it is, is like when you use those powers, with great power comes great responsibility. If you use those powers for evil, you're doing something wrong. Like what, she, what he's doing to this lady yeah. or many ladies over the years, which we'll get into. And it makes them feel like they can't speak up because right. they're all powerful. Nothing will ever happen to them or whatever. And the opposite's actually true. And the more people that do speak up, it creates a better environment. Yeah, and I think because this this person, Vince McMahon, is so high and he is getting brought down to, you know, like to where he belongs, it should show a lot of people out there like, hey, you could be this high. There's always a way out, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of these monsters out there just because they're powerful. Anyone mm-hmm. can be brought down. Correct. You know. Oh, 100 um, percent. So you mentioned Pat Patterson. Um, there it was. And I'm using Bleacher Report. 
uh, it, it was a ring announcer, Mr. Mel Phillips, a former WWE superstar Terry uh, Garvin and WWE Hall of Famer Pat Patterson were at the center of a sex scandal in 1992 as former ring attendant Tom Cole came forward alleging sexual misconduct from Phillips and Garvin. In response to the ensuing media backlash, allegation forced Garvin and longtime friend and fellow homosexual Pat Patterson to resign from the post while Phillips was fired. Cole eventually came into settlement agreement with Vince McMahon and WWE. Uh, there's other instances where Pat Patterson was coercing people. Because, uh, again, as it says in that little blurb right there, is Pat Patterson was openly homosexual, which was unheard of in the you know, you know know wrestling industry, which kudos for him. But he was also a the predator. The gay goblin. That was, yeah. his, that was his name. The gay yeah, goblin. But, but he would like sexually uh, assault men who either were or were not you know, of that affiliation, but because he was so high up in his position, yeah. he would do a lot of a quid pro quo. If you want to go up in this industry, you're going to give me that ass. Well, look who his best friend was. Look who he used to hate. Gerald Briscoe, Pat Patterson, and Vince McMahon. They had the the corporate, remember, the the no chance when it first came mm-hmm. out? Yeah. Well, look who the your Stooges. Friends are. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so... Was it uh, birds of a feather flock, flock together? together. Yeah, I mean, there it is. But yeah, no, that's um, it's just crazy. I didn't know, believe it or not. Um, he was a wrestler until that show came out, uh, Young Rock. Yeah, I didn't know that, and I was like, well, shit, he's a gay wrestler. He's in the right business. He gets to rub on men all day long, so good for him. You know, like yeah. the old dick twist like, yeah. in the ring. <laughs> just not mine. Um, anyways, he'll reach around with his finisher. <laughs> Lay down for me. Oh, sorry. Rape is not funny. No, it's not. But Pat Patterson, don't yeah. rest in peace. But anyways, uh, like you said, though, Vince McMahon has had a history of this. Uh, I guess uh, former female ref Rita Charlton alleges sexual harassment against Mr. McMahon. Before Sable, there was a former WWE uh, referee, Rita Chatter- Chatterton, the first female referee in the history of WWE. Chatterton infamously appeared on Geraldo Rivera's te- television show, Now It Can Be Told, where she con- claimed she was sexually harassed by Vince McMahon. Uh, Chatterton claimed that she was forced to perform oral sex on McMahon in a limousine and also made more serious allegations of rape. No, yeah. form- no formal charges would uh, be made regarding McMahon's uh, alleged sexual advances. And I want to add on to that because he p- basically kept paying her off and making these women sign non-disclosure agreements. The same thing with the women making these current allegations where basically puts them in a position where it's just like, we'll pay you $3 million if you sign this contract that says that you will not disclose what happened pretty much. Right. Yeah. And it kind of plays like Jedi mind tricks where it's just like, Hey, I didn't mean to take it this far. You know, you know, I love you. You're, we'll always take care of you. You're part of the WWE Such family. Such a kind toxic freaking boyfriend thing you to say. Like, yeah, I Correct. That. Yeah. And, you know, looking at your shirt and my shirt right now, and I remember when I bought mine and I'm not sure when you, <coughs> excuse me, bought yours. Um, you were saying how Vince McMahon would pay off these women and everything. And it sucks because now it just kind of came to my head. Like when we were buying these shirts, we were just basically feeding into that. Not knowing, I mean, like having yeah. an idea, but it's just like, I'm glad he's out now because you're right. What you said earlier, it did taint what we grew up and loved. And Correct. it's just, I don't know. It's just sad. And it, it it's kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Um, also, too, uh, speaking of Brock Lesnar, <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? Uh, his uh, his wife, um, uh, 
who is a uh, former diva Sable. Uh, Sable was unquestionably the WWE's most popular diva during their initial boom period in the Attitude Era. The polarizing diva promptly left the company in 1999 and soon after sued the WWE, uh, citing sexual harassment. Given the status of Sable at the time of her departure, such a lawsuit was unprecedented given Sable's star power. The two sides would eventually settle the lawsuit out of court and she would eventually return to the WWE in 2003 before departing again. Again, her whole story was as if she was being, you know, sexually harassed by Vince McMahon, pays her off and eventually marries Brock Lesnar. Now we were talking about that, you know, in passing in these, uh, new court allegations, uh, a couple years back, Brock Lesnar was a free agent. He was playing with the idea of either returning to the UFC or going back to the WWE. Now, he can get paid at the UFC and get pounded in the face or go to the WWE, you know, and, you know, pretend to get pounded in the face. So happy when Cain Velasquez beat his ass. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, this, to me, the, the decision is quite clear, but it's a smart business move on Brock's part where it's just like, well, I know I'm going to go with WWE because I can get the same amount of money, if not more money, and physically stay intact. But I'm going to play both sides against each other. So you have to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so Vince was desperate to get Brock back, you know, because, you know, John Cena was aging out. Uh, He didn't have, you know. Yeah, (laughs) there you go. Yeah. Uh, He didn't have, you know, the star power. You know, the Undertaker was like on his last fucking tippy toe. It really was. Yeah. Poor guy. Squeezed all the water out of that rock. And um, speaking of the rock, he was in Hollywood doing his thing. So he wasn't coming back anytime soon. And so he needed that star power, you know, for his company, you know, proceeds started to dip and whatnot. And so what he did is he had this lady and basically, and this is another illegal thing is he starts trafficking, trafficking her out. Like at this time he was giving her away to John Laurinaitis, uh, you know, having him send her, having her send him, you know, nude and explicit photos that he would give to referees so they can, you know, go jack off to before matches and then videos. And there was like this whole contingent of like a hundred people that he was passing all these photos around to. And then eventually pimping her out to people within the company uh, with promises of her advancing in the legal department. Uh, So when it came time to get Brock back, he's like, all right, buddy, we'll give you your contract. We'll give you whatever you want. And then also too, I have this fantasy of you tearing apart this girl or whatever. And these are like almost verbatim words that he's using. Five her pussy. Yeah, pretty much, right? Yeah. Like just tear her up, tear her up, but you know, knock her out kind of you thing. You do a great Vince McMahon voice, by the way. I'm just like, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but um, yeah, basically he was going to pimp her out, which is illegal, sex trafficker, which yeah. is illegal. But then also is like basically telling him pretty much just rape the shit out of her. It's horrible. And Brock, and the reason why Brock, he was supposed to actually be in the Royal Rumble this year, the reason why he's not there and probably won't be for quite some time is in the text message exchange, basically saying, yeah, I want to do this to her. And the only reason why he wasn't able to um, is because, remember that one episode of Raw where they got snowed out and they had to do that whole thing at the uh, WWE corporate headquarters in, yeah. um, in Connecticut? Uh-huh. Uh, well, he got snowed out from coming in to, you know, take part in that. And then the next time, uh, Vince and all the Stooges took Brock Lesnar out to this very expensive dinner, and they were all going to run a train on her, is that Brock got too drunk to perform. So It happens. Yeah. 
<laughs> whiskey dick is a thing. Um, but um, yeah, anyways, like, yeah, those two instances happened. So that way Brock w- didn't take part in it. Now, what did happen on, unfortunately, on her end is that Vince started role-playing as Brock. <laughs> living, Coming out to his intro music and everything? <laughs> pretty much. Paul Heyman holding the trophy, the yeah. condoms? Yeah. And speaking of which, so he pretty much was role-playing as Brock Lesnar, is beating the crap out of this girl, doing whatever he needed to do uh, sexually to her. But then also, too, he had all these dildos yeah that he named after specific wrestlers i saw that yeah and so if it was a black dildo it would be named after bobby lashley and if it was a white one it would be daniel bryan and it was Shawn michaels it was just a butt plug yeah <laughs> yeah but basically and then like you know just you know forcefully you know having his way with her wow that's but, that's crazy yeah it's like it's really wild like i mean you can't be ahead of a seat you know a billion dollar company and think you could get away with that especially when you have evidence on your phone with the text message that's why i was so surprised on how much text messages were actually sent Mm -hmm. like you're guilty a thousand times yeah yeah why do that go on snapchat mr mr mcmahon i kid but um anyways (laughs) that whole mindset like where does this come from where does that confidence come from it makes you wonder like um you know how the whole epstein island was like oh they're gonna release the flight names and stuff uh was it Stephen Hawkins or oh yeah 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 oh baby but um <laughs> who who else in the company is partaking in stuff like that is is uh Michael Cole like like what's going oh, on man. I hope yeah. not no I hope not either um like, was JR the king king for me I'm not saying the king did or didn't but like just because of his the puppies yeah like I, I he would probably be someone that I would he probably had a text message or two in there oh know? I 100% I think there actually was uh remember the cat Remember, uh, I think he was actually married to her for some time, like, but she made some allegations about it. But again, Vince made them all go away with money and whatnot. But there's yeah. like, th- I was asking that question, like that confidence, like that, un- like I'm untouchable, basically. I'm a yeah. Teflon Don, basically. And he got tested and he's failing and I love it. Yeah. Well, now, uh, but basically like he, this, you know, uh, testing the legal system isn't new for him. In 94, the whole steroid trial. I didn't know this, like when I was doing some research, he was actually on trial for his life. I thought it was just on trial for, you know, you know, you know, supplying, you know, drugs, which I guess is illegal or whatever. But yeah, like he was facing heavy jail time. But I guess in uh, uh, 1984, the WWE steroid trial of 1994 was a close to the fall of WWE's Roman Empire as the company came before WCW's uh, brief boom period in the mid-90s. Vince McMahon stood trial as he faced serious allegations of knowingly distributing steroids to performers. The trial resulted in an ultimate falling out of McMahon and Hulk Hogan, and while McMahon avoided serious jail time, the WWE continued to feel the effects of high-profile trial financially for much of the mid to late 90s. Now, he actually beats all of these allegations somehow, some way. Uh, has a really good lawyer, uh, Jerry McDivitt, I want to say is his name. Uh, but that's where like that untouchable mindset comes from. Jim Cornette always talks about it in his podcast. I love him. Jim oh Cornette. yeah. Yeah. He's, he's fucking funny as hell, man. Yeah. Um, but he always talked about it, like, that's where Vince McMahon's, you know, ego gets even more inflated where yeah, he's like, cause he beat a case and he thinks he can beat anything now. A federal case, not yeah. just like, you know, like a County case or a city case of DUI or anything yeah. like the actual feds were coming after yeah. him and he beat them. Yeah. And so this is where he's like, I can wrestle God and yeah. win, damn it. And he had a match. Yeah. With and God. won. And won. Not with, I mean, like, 
it yeah. was so cheesy. Yeah. But, but but God's into long-term storytelling. He's like he's like, "Oh, you won this round. Guess what's going to happen here in 2024, <laughs> motherfucker." Yeah. Yeah, no, like his ego has like that's the thing. His ego kept rising and he just kind of went to what else can I get away with? What else can I get away with? What else can, and and I mean, I'm finally glad he's caught. Yeah. Because like reading the text messages, seeing the things he's did live TV, like, oh, this is part of the show and it all connects and it's just it's crazy. Um so many things are kind of coming into place with the storylines. Even when you were you were talking about controversial things, the Bret Hart thing when Bret left uh, WWE for WCW, isn't it kind of ironic that all the the Hart Foundation members started dying? Correct, and that's a big thing too. Like that's on one of the lists here Good. where you know Owen Hart died, which to me is its own episode in itself. Yeah, because. If you remember, I mean, one of our favorite. Owen didn't uh, want to do that. No, he didn't want to do it. And the thing is, is a couple years before that, one of our favorite wrestlers, Shawn Michaels, remember his famous, you know, WrestleMania entrance where he comes down on the zip line? Yeah. Uh, Stone Cold on his podcast and a few other wrestlers have always said it. Like, you know, Vince McMahon will never have you do anything that he won't do himself. And there's a famous uh, video of before that WrestleMania where Shawn came out on the zip line. Vince tested it out himself. Oh, interesting. Which is cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My bosses sure as fuck wouldn't do that. They would send us out in the darkness and let us die like Owen Hart. Right. Uh, but for whatever reason, you know, Owen Hart, that same luxury wasn't afforded to him. Like that, that's concerning. Like you said, very petty. You know, and it's just weird, and it's a different episode entirely. But like the whole Owen Hart blue blazer thing, just kind of. Like, what are you doing? Like, Owen Hart is not a blue blazer. He he was a blue chipper. He was a great wrestler. He was like, he should have been the Intercontinental Champion for like three years. He was that good. Yeah. You know, I would argue he was better than his brother. I mean, more entertaining. But I just feel like he he wasted and he wasted the talent with Owen Hart. But I think that was a personal thing with Brett leaving. Mm. It was like, oh, your brother left me. I'm going to fuck your career up. And then, oh, by the way, all these motherfuckers are going down too. Uh And that's the darker side of the ring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With Booker T. Oh shit! <laughs> I mean, there, there's that too. He he got away with slipping that in bomb. Yeah, in front of Booker T. But tell me, he did not just say that. Yeah, but one of my favorite ones is when Booker T. said it. Hulk Hogan, I'm coming for you. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's. I don't know why he was embarrassed about it. Like I was like, hell yeah, Booker T. Tell him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, no, yeah, it goes to like that overconfidence where it's just like you're so confident. Yeah. And I met Booker T. He's a huge dude, and he was even bigger before. That confidence that you can say the N word explicitly on live TV in front of not one but two African Americans that yeah. can surely toss you around. I'm surprised, and and that's the thing. Like we're in cancel culture. I mean, we got the out. We got proof that he is doing this. So we don't have allegations. Like he, he's done it. Correct. Like he's yeah. done it. He's said the N word on live TV. He's done it. Yeah. In if the nineties, he beat he beat the steroid case. Where if you look at it, you are you, you know how Vince is. He will make you take the steroids. He's a forceful person. Correct. If you want to be in the WWE, you are going to take these steroids because mm-hmm. I want you bigger, tanner, stronger, mm-hmm. whatever. So that's distributing distributing illegal substances to your employees he beat that so like he, he beat cance- cancel culture two times this third one is gonna catch up to him he has to be canceled after this oh yeah has most definitely and i think in from an outsider's perspective it's like the question always gets asked to me how could you still like wrestling and it's just like well 
like we said at the beginning of this episode. We don't like him. We like the we yeah. The wrestling community doesn't like Vince McMahon. We haven't for decades. We haven't like we didn't even like him in the Attitude Era. That's what made those feuds with Austin and McMahon yeah. so glorious. Is because after the whole Bret Hart, you know, Montreal Screwjob. Check out that episode that we did. Yeah. After all that happened. Um, we hated that guy, and we've we've been hating him since the mid '90s. It's just now we're getting justification for our hate, kind of thing. Like if he were still in the company, I wouldn't watch wrestling anymore. Yeah. Like because these came out and he stepped down, it's a little bit easier to watch. But like, I get what you mean when people say, "Oh, why do you still watch wrestling?" Because had he still been in here, it's like we're feeding into his product. We're we're giving this user the drug to keep doing the things he wants because we're promoting it, buying the gear. So it it is looked at differently now that we're older. Correct. Yeah. And I mean, too, then, I, like like I was saying, too, is WWE isn't just Vince McMahon. There's there's people who set up the ring. There's people that, you know, are in marketing and legal, like all sorts of people. Where this is how they feed their children kind of thing. You look at, I remember when um, CM Punk left WWE the first time and people were like, we'll never watch WWE again. Yeah, CM Punk. People that are banning, oh, we're not going to watch the NFL. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they don't stand for the flag, so I'm not going to watch. And it's like, bitch, you never watched to begin with. Right. But it's like it, CM Punk said, like, that's stupid. Why wouldn't you watch? I have a lot of good friends. You know, he mentioned, like, Kofi Kingston. He's a great dad. If you stop watching WWE and their product appreciates, you're taking money out of his children's – are you taking food out of his children's mouth by doing that kind of thing? So it's just like – yeah, this sucks that the the biggest figurehead of this company is this depraved individual and the people directly working under him, like a John Laurinaitis and whatnot, yeah. were like that. But on the same token, there's really great people there as well. You know, just because, I mean, whoever you work for, your employer, they might be doing shady shit. Doesn't mean Tyler's the shady person. But I don't know. You might be. I don't know. I don't know what kind of. You know what kind of person I am. Yeah, you're your sweetheart. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I got the already got. You the, got my text messages on file. Yeah, let's <laughs> <laughs> not the, leak those ones. Yeah, no, no, I'll, I, I'll, I, I got the rusty heart shaped pizza in the oven for you. Oh, yeah. Well, but anyways, but no, like, like you were saying, it, it is hard because a lot of people be like, you know, yeah, there are a lot of good people working on because he, he isn't WWE. No, he's not. He's just this the the chairman, the CEO uh of that company and as long as he's in that and we watch wrestling we're continuing to feed the beast mm -hmm. literally um so it is a good thing that this woman came out was it her name janelle what, what, what was her name janelle i looked it up last night a very beautiful woman um but now that he's out and triple h is running the show that hits a little hard um a little close to home for me because Triple H, if a lot of people don't know, the the Triple H is married to Vince McMahon's daughter. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not saying Triple H is Vince McMahon because I don't think he is, but it's just no. kind of hard. And it's the perfect swallow. situation for all parties involved yeah. because, for one, I, th I you could say a lot of people could say what they want about Stephanie McMahon, but she did a lot for the women's division. The women's division went from being like one or two female wrestlers or maybe three yeah and they were Look considered bathroom breaks now to where it's to the point where 
Some of their matches are the best matches on the card. Yep. We just had the Royal Rumble. Lots of people believe that the women's Rumble was actually better than the men's Rumble. I mean, the women's division is right up there organically yeah. with the men's. It, it's not shoehorn diversity. It's not forced down your throat. It's organically people enjoy the Athletically, the women's Rumble was better. The storyline was a little bit more interesting on the men's just because Cody, Cody and, and, and I, I think, you know, the right person won. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, I mean... I'm with you on that. I, I preferred the men's, but the women's was right up there. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, okay, I'm gonna the go. Talent's great. I'm gonna go get Rusty's pizza. Uh, I'm gonna do a walk-in order. If someone's working at Rusty's right now, we really need to get some sponsorship for this show because yeah, or at least some free rent. Yeah, on. or yeah. I mean, <laughs> can I get some pepperoni over here? <laughs> but um, sliced up. I don't want the whole kielbasa, please. <laughs> but um, sure, Vince. <laughs> Yes. Um, but yeah, so I mean, say what you will about Stephanie, but like she, she did a lot for that company. Uh, Connor's Cure, like all those things. Those are, that's Stephanie all the way, you know, doing yeah. all those things. Uh, Triple H, on the other hand of it, the other side of that, that marriage is he, they don't call him the game for no reason. He is a student of this industry, he knows how to play the game, he knows everything. And he's he loves the business, whether that be looking at, you know, talent from New Japan, whether it be looking at people from AEW, who yeah. can we bring in? He's always on look. He's the one that developed NXT, taking it from some bullshit, you know, backwoods thing in yeah. Florida to like, hey, like this product could be our feeder system, just like, you know, the, you know, the colleges for NFL and NBA and whatnot. Like we need that feeder system. That was that was all Triple H. Yeah. Creatively, he is just as good, if not better, than Vince ever has been. And then, oh, yeah, he's a stand-up guy. Even going back to the Attitude Era, while everybody was, you know, coking themselves out. And he was terrorizing. <laughs> <laughs> remember that one? That beautiful hair. Dude, oh there's a gosh. picture I need to send you where, like, you remember Michael Scott when he's meeting? Like, he, Michael Scott has, like, the, yeah, Triple like, H has the exact same picture, like, with... Uh, um, I know exactly what meme you're talking about when, when you get promoted by your boss, when you just can't find a way, way to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Triple H has that exact picture or whatever. It's amazing when he was terrorizing. That hair, man, yeah. But anyways, he's he, even in the attitude, everyone, when people were coked up and on pink killers or just even being just... Del, uh, I think it was just Shawn Michaels, honestly. <laughs> well, uh, but then also, too, like being drunks or whatever, right? Triple H was always like that, that straight he dude. He was. Never drank, always was like the designated driver, always getting people out of trouble. When Shawn Michaels was acting a fool and try to fight all those Marines, he would take care of them, yeah. you know, kind of thing. And he's the always brother. been that way. Yeah. Uh, all of the talent look up to him kind of like as like this father figure. And it's just like it organically fell how the dominoes fell, how they needed to fall. And I'm glad. I mean, I hate to say it, but I'm glad it, it went to Triple H and not Shane. Oh yeah, poor Shane. Like the things that the things that he did as a wrestler were actually pretty remarkable. Like he would put his body in danger doing backflips like thirty feet. You know, it's like, Daddy, watch me. Can I have the company now? <laughs> no, you no, know? you bitch. You son of a bitch. bitch. Yeah, and I mean that too. We need to get a button where you can have a sound bite where we can just play, and it's just Vince going, "Son of a bitch." <laughs> Hundred percent. Maybe yeah. if we ever start our own podcast, we'll do yeah. that. But, Maybe uh, one day. Yeah. Know. Who knows? We'll see. But um, no, no. I I think everything fell where it needed to fall. Uh, it's like I said, it's been better. 
uh, than it has in years. You know, selfishly, they got to fix the uh, the the. Uh, I'm sorry, we're talking about like cleaning up house versus the actual product. Both. Both. Okay, both. I think yeah. both too, because when you look at it, like the people who, um, for example, this past Raw or not Raw uh, Rumble. Uh, Brock Lesnar was supposed to be in that position, mm-hmm. and, and so instead of having him come in, obviously because of what you know the allegations against yeah. that Janelle Grant has put forth, uh, they put Braun Breaker in there. Yeah, you know, which he did pretty well. He was amazing. He was one of the highlights of the whole Rumble kind of thing, and it's just like well, he had to, you yeah. know, like taking you know Brock Lesnar's spot. <laughs> but, I mean, Vince wasn't going to go and do it and, and pretend to be him. <laughs> no, <laughs> he'd bust both of his quads again. Oh my god. Yeah, but um, no, I mean it's. It's a good situation for now, you know, uh, silver lining for now, everybody else involved, not named Janelle Grant. So. Yeah. Well, um, it's 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 a great product, wrestling. Like, again, I've been watching it since I was younger, and it's just finally crazy to see it come full circle from, like, oh, the Attitude Era to where we are right now um, with this controversy. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out um, in the future with the whole Vince McMahon thing. Um, other controversies that have happened. Um, I was, you know, cause you were telling me about this episode. I was looking at, you know, like the, uh, attitude era got away with a lot of shit. Oh yeah. Definitely. A lot of shit. Like bringing guns on the show, the Brian Pillman, you know, like what were we doing? You can't yeah. really do that nowadays. Yeah. Just kind of, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and then, and then going back to Vince, say to keep beating a dead horse, <laughs> like, I mean, it goes back to the seventies. Seems like every decade there's some serious sexual allegation that came forth against him. You know, in two thousand six, uh, he was accused of sexual assault of a, a tens of bar employee in Florida, uh, and it, it just keeps going on. Three-time world federal beater champion, like yeah, you know, like like it's just like it's just like a, a pattern, a, a series of uh, bad behavior. You know, and yeah. like you said, I'm glad he got caught because we don't. Can you imagine, like, you you have kids or whatever, right? Can you imagine as a dad, like, having to have one of your kids succumb to that? Like, you you don't want them to live in a world like that where, like, it's just okay. They keep getting away with it over and over again. Yeah, like, there's no uh, punishment for, for, for breaking the law or for doing this, you know? And it's just like, oh, if money will just make that go away, like, you would want your kid to grow up in a society where it's, like, treating or, uh, like, good versus evil mm-hmm. money isn't always gonna be the answer like that's why i'm glad this janelle grant stepped up to a very strong high figure in the wwe so it shows all women out there that no matter how powerful a monster can be anyone can get brought down mm. and taken to justice so yeah yeah they can get these hands as braun Strowman would say shit <laughs> get that cock lesner <laughs> anyways man do you have anything else i mean i, I feel like a lot of these things are you know episodes into themselves i guess you know there's uh instances where like he fired you know divas for getting pregnant um you know just and that's a loss like you can in in today's like you can't if you if you're a woman and you have a job and you get pregnant get fired you can sue that yeah so i'm surprised that did they have to sign something in the contract saying they couldn't get pregnant because that would just scream sue vince sue the company for yeah. for that you know and i thought this was america damn it i mean if i was a woman and i was working for wwe and i got pregnant and they tried to fire me i'd sue the fuck out of that place oh you yeah know? like especially with all the 
sexual misconduct that's going on. Like so someone's bound to get pregnant. Like, fuck, <laughs> and that was another thing too, that Janelle Grant said that she would ask for protection continuously. Like with all these men basically coming in, her? in and on her or whatever. Right. Or coming out. I wasn't say coming at her, but then I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I wonder like, if like, she, she, she was getting denied that protection from Vince. But you said that she went to go see a doctor and the doctor said you had to retire that what your activities that's going on. And I know there's what doctor patient company actual confidentiality. You get it. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if, if she will give that doctor the okay to speak on that, if they will have like a 30 for 30 on ESPN about this, where the doctor comes out and says, this is, you know, with Janelle Grant's permission, this is what I've seen. And I've never seen like just to see the doctor side of it. Yeah. You know, and we don't, I don't want to see that physically. It's just more evidence to put this monster in jail. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, just because you quit the company, you're running away from it. Okay, well, we're glad you're out, but you need to go back to jail. Yeah, yeah, you know? and that's and that's the and that's the big thing too. I think I started this episode by talking about it. Like, it's one thing to be accused of doing something, and then it's just like quitting your job. It doesn't go away. Yeah, like that behavior doesn't go away. It leaves the door open for like I can go do this to somebody else, and yeah. it doesn't even have to stop here. Like he can, he's still rich. I mean, he can get he, raped in the ass in jail. Like Vince McMahon can go get that shit. You oh know? yeah, send that motherfucker to. Corcoran or Wasco or whatever, right. you know, have fucking uh, Jamie Asuna do that to him or whatever, right? <laughs> but um, bite your dick off. Yeah, <laughs> where it has a necklace. Fuck, um, that's scary. But like Vince, on Vince's end, like yeah, you quit the company or whatever, and all the wrestling fans are happy because their product's good again. But he's still roaming the streets. Exactly. He's still rich. He can go to Barbados or something and and do that to somebody else. And just because you know, you, you know they they don't live in America or they don't have the means to be able to speak up doesn't make it okay kind of thing. so i wanted to say this real quick uh we did this episode today and we uh are talking about vince mcmahon scandal i really think that this is the beginning i really think later on and maybe maybe sometime later on in the year we will probably come back to this because there will be more evidence i think you'll see linda mcmahon maybe come out and say some things i hope so you'll probably see shane say some things stephanie like i i'm i'm curious to see what not see where this goes as far as like what punishment is going to happen because that's the important thing to know during while all this is happening all these coming up and saying the things he did vince has been married this whole time to linda mcmahon her she's lost so much being married to this man she had aspirin mind you i don't politically align with her at all but like if if trump gets back in office she was the head of the small business administration Kiss that position goodbye because you can't you can't have that. Well, it's Trump because he does the same goddamn thing. Well, you got fucking Biden. I mean, if we're gonna go politics, it's just like how 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 deep can you sweep it under the rug? You know, correct. So I mean, yeah, but like it, she's always had aspirations of being in politics. She's ran for Senate, no, who knows how many times. And that whole like bark like a dog bitch thing came to bite her in the ass. Yeah. The whole like CTE thing. Um, yeah. That bit her in the ass. Even the whole steroid thing. Like as she was running for office. I think the whole Chris Benoit thing came out, you know, like where we did the whole episode on that, where he murders his whole family due to the CTE. And you got to think all these wrestlers were passing away. You got your Eddie Guerrero's and, and whatnot, like, you know, of heart failure, ultimate warrior, heart failure due to enlarged hearts, due to the steroids, uh, the, the steroids that they were taking that he, Vince McMahon was 
forcing down the throat. That's why it's throat. crazy to see how he got away with that. You're killing your your employees, literally. And if, and if you look at like early Monday Night Raws, now I'm not saying Isopro was a steroid, but Vince McMahon was very much all of a lot of his chips were placed into the supplement business. Yeah, that Isopro fucking flag that you see in the early Monday Night Raws, that was Vince McMahon's and fucking even product. Even when Vince McMahon in the oh, what, late '90s started wrestling, he was jacked. Yeah, he's still jacked. Yeah, yeah, he takes like, off his blazer, his blue I'm blazer. Like, I'm like, damn, dude, for real, like so. I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. But you were saying something earlier we didn't really get to touch too much about today. Maybe another day. But the whole um, um, Chris Benoit, Mm -hmm. you know, how he killed it. Have you heard the theory that that he was framed? Have you heard the Chavo Guerrero and Eddie Guerrero or or the... um, I don't know if it's... Kevin Sullivan? Yeah, they they were saying, like, we knew him. Like, this doesn't seem like something he would do. I mean, I've heard it, but, I mean, at the end of the day, I think... You know, I think Chris did it. You yeah. know, he was. You looked at it, when they did the autopsy of his brain. Um, he had uh, what it was. He was in his late thirties, and yeah, the Undertaker's coming. <laughs> the hey, the man, lights are flickering for those not watching the this YouTube. This man's gonna cancel us right now. <laughs> Damn it, they're talking about me. I can hear it. My dick is rich, and someone's talking about me. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, his brain looked like a. He looked like basically looked like Joe Biden's. You and know? that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I guess I would say his family could sue him, but they're not. I mean, man, that was bad. <laughs> like you know, like when something happens to a wrestler, and the family wants to sue the company for for you know forcing them to do like that could have been a thing mm-hmm. but i mean some of that too was you know his own under his own volition and right. other promotions as well it was just the industry as as a whole yeah and again bad things like this have happened in w in wrestling period even the movie the wrestler yeah yeah and things like this is like consider like the great reset you know like when the whole chris benoit thing you no longer get fucking headshots or chair shots to the head anymore because you know we got to make sure everyone's protected so that way you know you don't do a Chris Benoit or you don't have CTE later on in life and things like that you have to work safer WWE's products considered a safer style as opposed to like AEW where they're hurt half the time because so are we gonna go to like how NFL is trying to limit the concussions and like throw flags on the play with wrestling (laughs) is that what we're gonna do well they did it uh, a couple weeks ago (laughs) legal touching (laughs) (laughs) Patterson Five-year sentencing. <laughs> the Patterson rule. Yeah, the Patterson rule. Wow. Oh, man. So. But they did do that a couple weeks ago. I think it was like Carmelo Hayes and um, Austin Theory. Um, there was a bad spot where they landed on their head, and they just totally stopped the match. You know, so, yeah. so they are taking precautions they like that. To. Whereas before, fucking Mick Foley could fucking practically die in the ring, and the show comes goes on. Owen Hart dies in the ring, and the match somehow still goes on. Yeah, it's it's a crazy, um, it's a crazy industry, crazy um, entertainment mm-hmm. thing that we watch. Because though we know it's it's scripted, but like the actual actions are not, and mm-hmm. it's like for me, it was always the uh, with the Hardy Boys and the Edge and created the tables ladder. Like, how did they? That's crazy. Yeah. Like, and then the next day on Raw, they got the standing ovation. Like. Wow. Like, yeah. I sometimes get bored. I'll just like put on Peacock and watch it. And just like, oh, 100%. Amazes me. Yeah. But I mean, Edge did pay for it with his neck. So. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good to see Edge come back. Yeah. Anyways, Tyler, you got anything else? You know what? Thanks for having me. Um, I, I appreciate you inviting me. Um, when you told me the topic, I was like, hey, I'm down. Let's yeah. Do it. Yeah, I know. And it was like kind of a fly by my seat topic because I was like, usually yeah. like a, do a full like on research topic or whatever. Yeah. But I was like, let's just talk about it. Yeah. Uh, 
talk about, you know, how there, this is a fucking, there's been a history yeah. of this behavior, and hopefully it ends it will. very Justice. soon. So, yeah. Uh, one more thing. Go Niners. Ah, you fucking son of a bitch. But <laughs> I have a feeling you guys might pull it off and have your sixth Super Bowl. And I hope so. Past the Dallas Cowboys, yeah, well, unfortunately. But anyways, Tyler, thank you for coming in and filling in for, for uh, the Brown Recluse. We're going to have to have you back very soon where all three of us can sit around. Oh, yeah, definitely. Speaking of Art, football. if you're listening, you got to bring those breakfast burritos again. They were delicious. Oh, 100%. They were so good. 100%. Was that Zorba's or what was that at? I, you know what? It was like Good Burger or some shit. Good Burger, that, that Ed sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, thank you for coming. <laughs> Thanks for uh, having me. We're going to have to have you back again. Absolutely. Um, so if you... If you have anything to say on this topic or fuck it, you have your own allegations against Vince McMahon or Pat Patterson or Edge or Christian or the nature boy Ric Flair that you want to talk about, guys, hit us up on all the social media. And not only that, if you're just, you know, a regular person as we all are, if, if you are going through something like this and you don't think there's a way out, please, please reach out to somebody to get, you know, help with whether it's a friend, a family member or um, with the law enforcement, you know, yeah. like you have a voice. It's unacceptable. You know, that's yeah. kind of where this episode was kind of going to as far as like women out there and men. If you're getting raped, you know, like men, it happens to men, too. Just it does. Just please encourage you to step up. No yep. one's too powerful to, you know, silence you. So kind of reminds me of the end of uh, Kindergarten Cop. Like I don't know if you remember this part where like he's trying to find like the the mother that's the the wife of the mob boss or whatever. That's why he goes undercover yeah. as a cop. And like he finds like all the like the little town secrets and like one of the kids is getting beat by the yeah. dad. And like he goes up to the the dad who's like it. this motherfucker. And he goes, "You ever put hands on him again? I'm gonna beat your ass." And yeah, I love it. So just. Call Arnold, I guess, is basically what I'm trying to say. But anyways, hit us up on all the social medias, at Art and Jacob Do America, except for Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it now, at Art and Jacob Do A1, because goddamn son, sometimes, Tyler, can you agree with me on this? Just sometimes, that's just how a steak is done. Sometimes, all the time. Yeah, I love A1 sauce. But anyways, yeah. you don't need it all the time if Jesus Gutierrez or Axel's fucking cooking that shit, but when my girl cooks it, you definitely need A1 because she overcooks the shit out of it. But anyways... With that said, not to put, spill the beans too much, uh, if you want to help support this podcast, guys, I highly recommend heading on over to Patreon.com where uh, we put together a bonus episode for your listening pleasure. So uh, hit hit us up over there. Donate $1, $2, $3, hell. Sometimes we get $15 a month from one person. So I'm looking at you, Jesus Gutierrez. God bless your lovely little soul. Um, but anyways, $1 a month gets you a bonus episode every single week. And nine times out of 10, those bonus episodes are better than actual episodes you're hearing today for free. So if you like us here, you'll love us over here. I guarantee it. Just like the men's warehouse. Uh, if you want to support us in any other way, guys, head on over to the website, artandjacobdoamerica.com. Follow the merch links where we currently have four designs up for your purchase and pleasure. And it's not so much to help us monetarily as uh, Art and I probably see a couple cents from every purchase made over there, but it goes a long way in helping promote this podcast. So if you're going to go see WWE on the road to WrestleMania here in Bakersfield or wherever you are at in the multiverse, wear an Art and Jacob Do America t-shirt. Um, so maybe some people will listen to our episode that me and Tyler are doing, maybe the Chris Benoit episode, the Montreal Screwjob, the Plane Ride from Hell episode, or hell, maybe one of our conspiracy or alien episodes or whatever, right? They'll become fans and increase our listen, listenership because you will be a walking billboard, if you will. Uh, if you want to hear other great podcasts, guys, we are official members of the Podbelly Network, so hit us up or check out other great podcasts such as the Wolf and Sofa King podcast as well as Hillbilly Horror Stories and Robots for Eyes. But with that said, 
Tyler's got to be a good dad and get back to his children. How many children we got now? We got six, seven, eight. You're you're you're, you're shooting for a Philip Rivers uh, record here, or what? Uh, trying, trying to make a. I was thinking making a um, a baseball team, but I think uh, there's more players on the field on a soccer team. <laughs> so I'm gonna go for soccer. Viva! And you like uh, those? how many you got? I got two. I got three. So like you're right there. Bud, so <laughs> we'll combine our powers or whatever, right? Like Captain Planet. Triple threat tag match. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, guys, with that said, goodbye and good night. Come on, Rock. Let Cody finish the story.